podcast. My name is Kevin. I am your host. And once again, I'm here with my lovely co-host, my co-anchor, Lindsay. What's up, Lindsay? I'm doing pretty well. How are you, Kev? I am good. Happy to be here again to talk about another DCOM After Dark original. We are talking about Alley Cat's Strike. I have some major mixed emotions behind this movie. I thought it was fun overall, but just not really sure I uh, agree with all the lessons. <laughs> the lessons is one thing. I remember this movie fondly for that girl picking up that 710 split. Um, it having Robert Richard, who was a big deal at the time, had Tim Reed in it. There was a lot of people in there. It had to do with bowling. I liked bowling at the time. I think this movie came out in what, like 2000 and... 2000, 2001? Yeah, man. So that was one of my favorite. I was bowling a lot then because I was a kid and we bowled a lot as, as I was a kid. Just fond, fond memories. And so uh, when this movie came up on the list of movies to go through, I was stoked. I was stoked. I, I don't know I, about the emotions about it, but I was still really happy. I think I remember it more fondly than the replay. Than on the rewatch? Yeah, for sure. Do you want to get into our characters? Yeah. Okay, so this movie stars Kyle Schmidt as Alex Thompson. Um, Kyle, he has been in more shows and movies like he's, he's continued to act after this one of his bigger roles from what i remember it was when he was henry in the show being human that was on sci-fi did you watch that show uh i watched the british version and the u.s version so i'm assuming so he's in the british henry? version no he's in the u.s version remember when um aiden has that like that son but like not a son <laughs> remember he like turned he turned someone during world war ii I got to rewatch, apparently. That was so long ago, but no, I do not remember that. Yeah, so he, so on, um, on, uh, being human, yes, on being human, uh, Aiden, the main vampire dude, he turned, he turned, um, a, a vampire during the war. And then after he turned him, he became, he, he like looked after him. Cause I think that was the first person he turned okay. and he like looked after him. So that was like his son. That's what he considered him as a, a son of his. Apparently looking at his Wikipedia page, Kyle also played another ha- vampire named Henry on Lifetime's supernatural drama, Blood Ties. Yeah. So I guess he's got Henry that vampire, vampire look. Yeah. The vampire face, especially as a Henry, apparently. That is interesting. Yeah, multiple times he played Henry the Vampire. So, Being Human, though, was one of my favorite shows. I liked the British um, version a lot more than the U.S. version. Yeah. Yeah, the British one was super good. I like, well, the U.S. one was, like, really fun because I understood them better. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. (laughs) Accents. You know. You know. know. Um, Kyle also, he played Alex, but he was also... In the Cheetah Girls movie, as Derek will talk about that later, 
those were his like only like Disney roles looking here at his thing. Yeah, he got in and out yeah. pretty quick, it sounds like. Yeah, and he just but he continues to act. Currently he was in a Netflix miniseries called Island. So that dude is still acting, doing his thing. He had a main role in that. Um this movie also starred Robert Richard. Now Robert Richard I remembered from a show called Cousin Skeeter. I don't know if you ever watched that. I did not. I knew him from Veronica Mars, the college years. Okay, okay. He was also on um a show called One on One that starred Kyla Pratt, who we'll probably talk about later in the Pryor family, DCOM. And uh it also starred Flex Alexander. So that was a show on UPN that I used to watch. Um Robert Richard was someone that really stood out for for me because I just recognized him from other roles at the time. So that was cool. He currently is still acting also. He is on a show called The Rich and the Ruthless currently, which is a web soap, apparently, that is still airing today. Hmm. And uh, what else has he been on? He was in a movie called Bolden, and he did a show with Tyler Perry, Perry called Meet the Browns, which probably had 100 episodes and is in syndication because that's kind of how Tyler Perry does television. I thought Meet the Browns was a movie. Um, no, it was a TV show from Tyler Perry. Um, he might have also did a movie called Meet the Browns also. Hmm. But yeah, the final two episodes aired. That was in 2011, but the series had 140 episodes, which is insane. Okay. <laughs> 140 episodes aired over about two years, which is, I mean, that's acting. That's that's working. Yes, it is. Uh, the biggest name, though, probably, as big as Robert Richard is, the biggest person, kid actor that really came from this was Kaylee Cuoco. For sure. I had to okay. pause immediately when she came on screen to be like, is that? Wait, is that Kaylee Cuoco? <laughs> what? <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco, as you well know, she was uh, in a little show called Charmed. She was in uh, another little show called Eight Simple Rules for Dating Your Teenage Daughter, which became Eight Simple Rules after the death of uh, John Ritter. I think that's all she did. She done anything else? You're kidding, right? <laughs> Kaylee was uh, the star, one of the stars of the ensemble show, The Big Bang Theory, which went on for like 10 seasons. 12 seasons made millions and millions of dollars. She's been on Young Sheldon. She's now the voice of Harley Quinn. She's also the executive producer of the Harley Quinn show. She's a pretty big deal, Kaylee Cuoco. I don't know. Numerous awards. I'm just going to. She is Penny to me. She's done a lot. (laughs) She is Penny. Yes, Penny on Big Bang Theory. She is Penny on Young Sheldon. She's just, she, I mean, Kelly Cuoco just really blew up. She just really blew up. And she got her, one of her starting acting roles was apparently in this uh, movie, little TV movie. Bowling movie. Yeah, about bowling. This was even before uh, A Simple Rules. Oh, yeah. She looked pretty young in this one. Mm-hmm. Lastly, we have, uh, as the kids, we have Mimi Paley who I did not find anything on Wikipedia. She's done a few small roles. Um, I found her on Instagram. Still funny. I thought she was 
a great part of this film, and I just wish she did more. We also have uh, Tim Reed, who I acted in tons of stuff. I remember him from being the dad on um, Sister, Sister. Yes, I agree. That was pretty much the only role that I remember him from. <laughs> he's, he's done a bunch of a bunch of acting. But uh, his his Sister, Sister was the big standout for me. And then his wife in the movie is also his wife in real life, Daphne Maxwell-Reed. And she was Aunt Viv, the second Aunt Viv in The Fresh Prince. I don't know if you recognized her. Oh, I definitely recognized her. And then I had to read into the whole second Aunt Viv thing. And then <laughs> then I went down a whole rabbit hole about, you know, what's going on in modern times with their current feud. But that's beside the bowling movie. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, we have the guy that plays um, Alex's dad, Matt McCoy. And Matt McCoy has had a bunch of small roles, nothing where he was like a regular. He was a recurring person in Carnival. He was on, on the episode of Reba, episode of CSI. Most recently, he was in the Jack Ryan um, show on Amazon Prime, I believe. Yes, I think that that's is where, where that, that is. airs. So he was on that. It's he's done roles. He's continued to act, just nothing major. But oh, he was in the Police Academy movies back in the day. Oh, so okay. mm-hmm. he's a spokesperson for AARP members. So you know that's what he does now. So those are the main actors from this film. I enjoyed it. Let's let's get into the plot. All right. So the movie opens up and. One of the first things I noticed, it's got some like really popping big band swing music. Which oh, yeah. Is just oh, yeah. Fun. Um, the main character, Alex, is narrating. And he's going through his closet, getting ready for school. And his entire closet is just bowling shirts with other people's names on Random it. names. Random names. And he makes the joke that his name is Alex, but you wouldn't be able to tell by the attire that he wears mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he explains that he lives in west appleton and it cuts to this chummy video of him and his friends skipping or like down the street and they're all dressed like they just came from a 1950s themed party he introduces all of his friends so we've got our main characters here it's De sorry delia aliza mm -hmm. Ken. These are his three friends. Ken, we we didn't mention it's played by Joey Wilcox. Didn't find anything on him. Also didn't look anything up. He's barely in the movie. He is Go a on. very minor character. <laughs> um he explains that part of their daily routine is they go to this they go to breakfast at this old tiny diner, then they go to the bowling alley, which is owned by Alex's dad, and they start off every morning with bowling a few frames before they go to school. Mm -hmm. These kids they, they really like bowling like more than normal kids should like bowling yeah it's a it's like a way of life for them but they do it because it's fun which is interesting because bowling is fun but i'm not trying to bowl like like that every morning all the time. Mm -mm. yeah alex explains that he's you know he loves his friends he loves his bowling life but he's not a big fan of school 
and it cuts to the kids going to school and there's this pep rally. Mm -hmm. He's still narrating and he explains that he's not like the jock type. And then he introduces Todd McLemore. Mm -hmm. All-American kid. You can tell like the moment that he introduces him, you're like, oh, this dude's the all-American kid because he's up there because they're talking about, uh, the principal's talking about them winning the uh, Mighty Mighty Apple Trophy. Yeah. Yeah. And because the whole movie seems to revolve around them winning this trophy, even though they're middle school kids. And uh, this is supposed to matter to them for some reason or another. So the Mighty Apple, in my mind, is a lot like the Tri-Wizard Cup. There's more than one school that is vying for the win. And it's a bunch of different tasks. And the winner overall gets the cup. Mm -hmm. So it's actually the coach who's up here giving the speech. I don't know if you noticed, but he had coach embroidered on his hoodie, just so you wouldn't be confused. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he explains that the schools, whoever wins the mighty apple this year keeps the mighty apple forever. Because apparently they realize that two middle schools isn't needed in the city. And uh, they're going to just make it one middle school. And when they make it one middle school, then they'll, that one school will have the Mighty Apple. So if you think about it, the Mighty Apple will actually be in the main school no matter what, but it'll have the East Appleton or West Appleton name on it, I'm assuming. Correct. Finally. I mean, that was the plan, right? So yeah. the coach explains that if they win the basketball game, which I assume was that night, then mm-hmm. they would be tied up for the Mighty Apple. And then there would be one more sport that would be drawn because it's never in history has there been a tie. So they would figure out, they would have to read and figure out what the tiebreaker would be. And Alex and his friends are just kind of being like unnecessarily uh, rude. And they're just yeah. mocking this all-american kid they keep calling him the golden boy they make like, bets okay, on whether so he's gonna make a speech are we sure that alex and his friends are not the villains of this movie i i think they might be because they're low-key bullies like they're they're being ostracized but i think they choose to be ostracized right so that's something i noticed hipsters weren't even a thing yet it's 2000, it's you know 2000, what I'm saying? <laughs> and these kids are what you would now describe as hipsters. And yeah, think of Portland and then put these kids there and you're like, oh, okay, I got it. The weird thing is I don't think this movie aged well because they're kind of putting Alex and his friends as, or Alex more specifically as like this person, this weird kid that nobody likes to hang out with. But like, I think in reality... His individuality today would probably make him the cool kid. Yeah, they're like he doesn't he doesn't follow he follows his own rules, guys. This guy's kind of cool, right? And but in this movie, he is just looked down upon, and everybody really doesn't like him for no apparent reason. For no reason. It's for no reason. But he's like, it's cool. I'm just this other guy. I'm an, he's like an antihero. Maybe. Maybe he's not a villain. Maybe he's an anti-hero. I don't... 
personally, I don't like any of, well, I think there's one character I like. The rest of the characters, I'm just not a fan of. Okay, let's say at the same time the one character that we like a lot. Okay. One, two, three, Delia. Delia. (laughs) (laughs) She's the hero of this movie in my mind. (laughs) She's the best. She's the best character. Because, okay, so as you were talking about, the they're making fun of the jock kids and then the jock kids are talking mess to them and then Delia's like I'll play she's the smallest kid and she says uh oh she's tiny I don't mm-hmm. know she's probably five foot or under five foot right and she she goes to the kid and says uh, I could probably beat you in one-on-one in basketball and then they're like yeah right you're a little girl and then she's like no I would uh shoot the ball and she does some kind of real quick equation yeah, it's like a really long rant about math and physics. Yeah, and the um, the way that the ball trajectory, yada, yada, yada. And then they're like, uh, you know what? We won't play because you sound too smart. And then the friends, Alex and the, the gang, ask Delia, could you really do that? And she's like, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part, well, like when she got me, is she grabs the basketball out of this, kid's hand and was just like basically explained to him he loses either way so if, if she loses <laughs> then what does he gain and then if he loses yeah. he lost to a little girl <laughs> it's great i was like that's that was the moment that i had to pause the movie and then try to find everything i could find about mimi paley and all i found was an instagram page and she sang on it and that was it but I was like trying to find out what else she's in. I guess she's tried to get roles, but nothing really popped off. Hopefully, this podcast can help Mimi Paley get back to work. Yeah, I'd like to see a Delia oh, movie. I want to see a whole Delia movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, after our weird uh, physics math rant and the run-in with mm-hmm. the jocks, we cut to the game, and Macklemore's winning the like the leading the pack at, at halftime and we cut to the bowling alley and Alex's dad is listening to the game over the radio. Sweet mm-hmm. Lou explains to us again, and he's the announcer that there's never been a tie for the mighty apple. And he has no idea what's going to happen if West Appleton wins the basketball game. The bowlers are just kind of being jerks again. Like mm-hmm. Penny asks, uh alex's dad to turn off the radio so she can bowl in silence delia is just sitting in the uh in the lane next to the bowl where she's bowling and just like taking notes in the notepad which i thought was Mm -hmm. super weird but is super relevant later um penny hits a spare and then alex pops up and he like fixes it fixes the spare for so she can practice it again And we just kind of have a conversation basically about how nobody's in the bowling alley. It's empty, no crowds, and everything's kind of breaking down. And Alex kind of wonders out loud if the crowds, if they don't get crowds because the alley's broken or they, or the alley's broken because they don't get crowds. Don't get crowds. Yeah. Um, We cut back to the game and it's down to the wire Announcer explains they got one last shot, but you can not just any announcer, sweet, sweet Lou. Lou, and you can expect Macklemore is going to be um, 
double teamed. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he is so adamant that the ball would go to him. And everyone's like, you're going to be double protected. And he's like, I don't care. Get the ball to me. So pretty clear in this moment that he doesn't know what teamwork is. <laughs> um, we cut to the audience and the mayors between the two cities are smoozing each other. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why they choose to have this little talk session when there's three seconds left and a one point difference in the game. But mm-hmm. apparently this is the time to now have a chat. And that's when we learned that Todd or the golden boy or the jock is the mayor is the son of the, the mayor's mayor. son. Yeah. Yes. Mayor McLemore, Tim Reed, he plays the mayor of West Appleton, and he is Todd's dad, which is why Todd apparently is great at everything, can't be bad at anything, because dad's the mayor of the city, which doesn't seem like it's big enough to need two cities. No. I mean, they rode their bikes but... across it at one point. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, but when it comes down to it, McLemore makes the shot wins the game, and back at the bowling alley, Alex's dad, or Mr. Thompson, is just super jazzed about this win. And when mm-hmm. he, like, comes out to celebrate with all the bowlers, they just, they don't they get it. gives two shits. They don't give two shits about the Mighty Apple or them winning a basketball game because they're too cool for school, man. Yeah. You know, we just and- got to, like, hang out. And smoke these cigarettes and wear our poodle skirts. It's just disappointing. Chill. Like, they don't have school spirit. They don't have town spirit. They don't really seem to appreciate <laughs> anything that anybody else appreciates. Mm-hmm. And that actually comes into play <laughs> later again. But, so the next day, we find out that bowling is the tie-breaking sport for the Mighty Apple. The mayor is absolutely outraged. And he he just thinks that all of Todd's hard work is going to go to waste. Yep, because he and won for football and basketball and baseball and swimming and tennis and golf and everything else. Right. Did, did they ever stop and realize that if uh, Todd had just gotten the job done elsewhere, they wouldn't even be in the situation? Correct. But let's not bring that up because... Todd is perfect. Yes, and uh, his teammates let him down, not him. Correct. But the principal explains that the sport, bowling, is the only sport that has an active team at both schools, which means it has to be the tie-breaking sport. And they also explain that it has to be the charter that was original, like the original sign-up list. They can't throw new people on it. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mayor is super pissed, and he even makes a comment like, what kind of losers are on the bowling team? Because <laughs> uh, the mayor's a jerk. Yeah, Mayor's a jerk, but keep in mind, like, these kids have been bowling every morning for probably as long as they've been able to bowl. I don't know why right. he wouldn't just give a little faith that they know what they're doing, but whatever. The principal checks the bowling roster in front of the bowlers. Mm-hmm. He's which, in the bowling club, yeah. pulls out the, the roster sheet and says, you five that show up here are losers and are not qualified to bowl. Let's find out who else could be in here because the five of you that are actually here 
are for whatever reason not qualified for no reason whatsoever. Correct. So they find out Golden Boy is on the roster. Bowlers are all laughing. The principal explains, like, explains this to Macmore that he's in the bowling club, which mm-hmm. re- results in him just like, I'm in bowling. I'm in the club. bowling. I'm in the bowling club. Like, I'm in the, and then he goes to his lackeys and says, "I'm in the bowling club." Right, and his friends. Like, we thought it'd be funny. Yeah, they signed him up as a joke in the beginning of the year. No one thought anything would come of it, but now he's in the bowling club. Mm-hmm. So we cut to Alex and his dad having a conversation about the competition and how it will be good for the alley. But Alex is being a dick about it. He, in typical hipster fashion, says he likes bowling because it's not the cool thing. And Alex seems to have no comprehension of how businesses or money work. (laughs) Because we're running a bowling alley basically just so your friends can bowl. And that's not how this works. So if you want to keep bowling with your friends, we have to make some money so that we can keep the bowling alley open. But he, the whole movie just never really seems to understand that or really care enough about that. Mm -hmm. But. We cut back and Golden Boy's in an interview and he's being super cocky about all of his victories and basically just saying like bowling will be no different and everyone bowls. Mm -hmm. We -hmm. cut back and the bowlers are practicing and they're just nonstop throwing strikes. Strike, 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 strike. We get like a frame. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Ready to go. And... At this practice, we've got Alex's dad, the principal, and the mayor all just spectating. Mm-hmm. And clearly, Alex's dad and the mayor have something between them. Yeah. They don't like each tension. other. Yeah. They keep make, making references to someone dropping a ball. Right. At and one point or another. Alex narrating in this moment even asked the audience... Just so we're very clear, like, do you know what happened between them? Because we don't know. I do love the amount that Alex breaks the fourth wall. It's a lot of fun throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Even though he's a douche. Yes, I don't like him as a person. But as a narrator, (laughs) I like it. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. um, the mayor's basically like, hey, Todd, go show him what you have. And Todd has zero form. Like, even if you were having a fun bowling, bowling night, night with your with friends, your <laughs> even you would have more form than this kid. So he's just, yeah, he just flops all whips the, the ball. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, despite this, the principal is like super excited and is cheering him on. The whole team's laughing. Uh, Tra- Todd tells the team, like, he's going to be winning in no time. But then yeah, I'll, he, I'll figure it out. I'll be right. good to go. But then he makes a mistake about the scoring, which just caused them to be like unnecessarily. Oh, that was great. Mean to him again. That was, well, it was, it was, he was, cause you know, Todd's a little bit of a douche also. There's yeah. nothing but unlikable people in this movie Correct. outside of Delia. And he says, huh, listen, I'll be getting a hundred in no time. No time. Just watch. Just watch. 
And then they're like, ha, 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 ha. They're laughing at him. And then the uh, the one black kid that has like six lines in the whole movie, he says, 300 is the top score, buddy, not 100. <laughs> and that's like his line for this set of scenes. And he's like, well, then I'll be getting 300, whatever. Whatever the number is, I'll be getting it because I'm Todd McLemore. Pretty much. Everybody mm-hmm. is like, I just don't like any characters. None of them. No. At this point. No. The character, okay, yeah, the characters that are okay are, are Todd, are, uh, what's his dad? Yeah. Alex's dad is good. Mr. Thompson. And then, then Delia. That's Pretty it. Much. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we get into a series of interactions between different characters. Like, it's just one of these, goes on for a while, but nothing really happens in the movie. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we just show that. Todd really only cares about winning, has no respect for the team. And Alex only right. cares about his, like, in this moment, his friends, and has no respect for sportsmanship at all. In general. Yeah. yeah. And then there's, well, like, it just shows you little glimpses of what each of them could learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Also, though- we find out that uh, that uh, Todd's dad has no respect for pressure and decides to continue to keep mounting the pressure on the kids that he doesn't believe in. We also find out that Daphne Maxwell Reed as Todd's mom is a non-factor, even though she's just recently with Aunt Viv. Um, what else did we learn <laughs> quickly <laughs> during this time? Um, I'm not sure. I, it was just, to me, a lot of stuff didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but it goes on for a while and it's just like this, is interesting can i fast forward that's what it felt like to me but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we just keep we get a little glimpse of the opposing team and that team's looking sharp um todd keeps getting worse as practice goes on and he doesn't want to listen to the kids that are trying to help him but they're like trying to help him in like a condescending condescending manner i think penny at one point tries some advice but he completely blows her off yeah, because like Penny, I mean Kaylee Cuoco's. We're just gonna call her Penny. So Penny, she, she tries. She's of the characters. She's the least worse after Delia. Of she the has kids. moments of being a good person. Yeah, yeah. And she tries to help him, but once again, Todd is a douche, so it doesn't matter. Which makes sense at the spoiler alert end of the movie. Todd and and Alex are friends because they're both douches. Yeah. <laughs> Back to this. Yeah, she tries to help him. He doesn't want to listen. I think there's some inner sexism in there as well. So he's like, you're a girl. You can't teach me anything. Which is like, you know, dumb. But go on. Yeah. So um, after everyone leaves, we're still in the bowling alley. We're still at practice. Alex and Todd just start throwing verbal like blows at each other for no particular reason. Mm-hmm. And Alex faults Todd for the town holding up him up on a pedestal. And then Todd faults Alex for the town believing he's a weirdo. Mm-hmm. And makes some comment about his clothes being found in the back of a bowling alley. And Alex like does a little play off of it and was just like, well, that's not true. I found my clothes in a catalog that I found in the back of the bowling alley. <laughs> it's just like... 
no respect for who each person is like and that's ugh, just really annoying but let them be individuals y'all right but the tension just continues to grow as we continue to practice and mm -hmm. the bowlers don't appear to be putting in <clears throat> any effort into their practices but I really want to just ignore that because they've been practicing daily for years. For years. This is not new. Right. This is not new for them. You're telling them to go out there and chew bubble gum. And that's what they're like. We've been doing that, bro. Right. And then, and then Todd's like, uh, why aren't you guys taking this seriously? And they're like, bro, this is what we do. This is who we are. Yeah. We're bowlers. But while they're kind of like slacking off and Todd's practicing, but getting worse, East Appleton is hiring coaches. <laughs> Bringing in professional bowlers yeah. to coach their already stellar bowling team. <laughs> so we know we're in trouble. Yeah. But just super randomly, Alex offers to teach Todd how to bowl. And he decides, like he decides to do this because he thinks that, if Todd's excited about bowling, then the town will be excited about bowling, and then that'll bring money into the bowling alley. Which <laughs> so once again doesn't know how money works. He's right. like, if just because this one kid likes it, other kids will like it, and then profit. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much. But Alex gives um, Todd a shirt, a bowling shirt, and it's got the name Dirk on it. But Todd mm -hmm. refuses to wear it, and Alex basically tells him he failed lesson one of bowling. <laughs> like like Mr. Miyagi. Uh, he says, put on this shirt. He's like, why am I putting I'm not putting on this shirt. Ah, failure. <laughs> but Alex gets invited to this cool kid party. And while mm -hmm. they're at the party, Todd's just talking up Alex's bowling skill. Before we talk about this party, the party is being hosted by uh, the one of the thirstiest girls I've seen in a Disney movie ever. She is a cheerleader. She meets up with Todd earlier and says, Todd, you coming to my party? He's like, yeah, of course, baby. And she's like, <laughs> and then later on in the movie, she's like, Todd, you still coming to my party? And this time, Todd is standing next to Alex. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, what about you, bowling kid? You want to come too? Pretty much. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, sure. So he goes to the party, like you said, only because this girl is trying to get in Todd's pants bad. Yeah, she's a pretty yeah. unlikable character, and she causes unnecessary drama further down the line. But I yeah. don't know her name. Does not matter. She's basically <laughs> Doesn't a cheerleader. She's a thought. She's a thought. She's a bad hoe over there. She's a thought. So the thought comes over <laughs> And we're just going to call her a thought from going forward. So, yes, she's at, he's up there at the thoughts party. And she, okay, bowling cheerleader, by the way. She's a bowling cheerleader now. But Well, she's, she's, a, she's a Todd cheerleader. She's a, have you ever seen the show Friday Night Lights? She's basically a rally girl. Yes, she uh, is a rally girl. Who just <laughs> who is assigned to a player. She's assigned to Todd. So, <laughs> she's so, Todd's rally girl. They're at this party. Alex is really starting to enjoy all this attention that he's getting. And then, yeah. so Alex is being talked up by Todd about being a great mm -hmm. bowler. And then 
he starts talking about Todd being the hero. And uh, they're basically sucking each other's dicks right now at this yeah. party. Yeah, that's the best they're way like, to explain it. This dude's great. No, this dude's great. No, that dude's great. They're just going back and forth. So and then after- the other kids are like, okay, okay, bowling kid, let's do this. If if Todd said he's great, he's great. Train. They're like, oh, bowling kid, if this kid's great, he's great. You know what I'm saying? That's what if Todd said he's great, he's great. So I mean there's like a huge kid, like probably that was that's gonna go on to be like a NFL offensive lineman. And he like picks up uh Alex and then puts him back down. It's a whole thing at this party. Yeah. I mean it's it's a weird vibe, but Overall, you can see that Alex is liking where this is going, and Todd and Alex are starting to get, like, a little thing going between the two of them. Wait a minute, Lindsay. Are you telling me, are you telling me that the weird hipster bowling kid likes being popular? What? I know, right? (laughs) Shocker. Shocker. Considering he doesn't care about what anybody thinks... He sure does care about what everybody thinks. Right, exactly. So much so that after the party, he drops by Penny's house to tell her Mm -hmm. that he was invited to this party. Let me tell you about this bitchin' party I got to go to that you weren't invited to, Penny. Right? And she expresses, like, it's a joking concern, but kind of clearly a concern that he's going to become popular and leave all of them behind. And, you know, in that moment, I was like, oh, shit, Penny has a crush on Alex and is afraid about him getting his own rally girl. Pretty much. And we learned that they live across the street from each other. Like, yeah, right across from the street. Directly across the street. Yeah. I started going into this whole backstory in my head, which was not given to us at all. But I'm like, these kids have been friends since they were like able to walk and mm-hmm. she's clearly the girl next door and they should mm-hmm. probably be dating but they're not mm-hmm. none of that comes mm-hmm. around i just made but all of that it's up. there it's there though i could feel it i could feel it all and uh what's gonna end up happening is that they're going to go to high school and uh penny is going to actually date a dude that's cool and alex is going to try to be like try to be there for her, but she's gonna kind of move on. Then they're both gonna go off to the same college, and uh, they're gonna come back around in ten years, and then get married and have two and a half kids. I think all and of live that... in Alex's house. Yeah, I mean, in the Delia movie, I think we'll be able to see that play out in the background. Correct. We won't see it in the background because there's no way they get. Kaylee Kawako to come back, but <laughs> they're going to talk about the fact that Alex and um, Penny are now married, but she's off working somewhere, so that's why she's not in the movie. <laughs> in the new, in the new movie, <laughs> she's opening a bowling alley in a, an opposing town, right, or something like that. She's like, oh, she probably has a better job doing that than opening a bowling alley, but she's off camera. But we're just going to know that they're married. <laughs> And um, we'll just believe it. You know what I'm saying? Fair. Okay. Like, oh, okay. They couldn't. They couldn't afford Kaylee Kawoko's fee was too high for this film. <laughs> <laughs> but she's there. They might be able to pay Kawoko like two million dollars to do like a uh, like a voiceover. Like she'll <laughs> she'll call in from Zoom. 
<laughs> that's about it though. I'm I'm here for it. I'd still watch it. <laughs> then the st- it'll say starring Kelly Cuoco. <laughs> and and Mimi Paley. And then that's how they'll do it starring Kaylee Cuoco. But uh you you won't you'll see her in that one Zoom call that she has with the Alex character. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> I'm totally for it. Um so at our next practice, the mayor comes in and he explains the rules to us. So mm-hmm. this comes into play, but it's a four on four game. And I don't know if you've been counting, but we've got five players. Yep. So four on four, it's going to be one game and you get one sub. If the sub has to come into the game for any reason, that sub has to the other finish out scratched. the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Delia's pretty excited about this because she does not it's want dope. To. Don't want a bowl. Not interested. You know what? I get the feeling. I feel like Delia's probably a sixth grader, and the rest of them are eighth graders. Well, she is very short, and that would yeah go along with that. Mm-hmm. But and I think she's just been friends, like family friend, for a long time. So she's at the bowling alley hanging out, but you very rarely see her bowling. Right, but this is another part of why I like her character. Because I think she is probably more emotionally mature than any person and any other character in this movie. Because mm-hmm. she knows she doesn't want a bowl. Mm-hmm. She knows she doesn't want the pressure. She nope. knows what the big apple, big apple, mighty apple means to everybody. And she's just like, I'm out. Not interested. Not interested. And the whole team is like, well, what the hell? Blah, blah, blah. And Todd is like, well, she doesn't want a bowl. Don't make her a bowl. And that's yeah. just because he wants to bowl, right? Right, because he says, obviously, one of us is a trash bowler, and it's Todd. But he needs to be there because he's the golden boy, and we need him playing if we have any chance of winning. Because nobody else is means shit, apparently, according to the adults in this film. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, um, the mayor also throws in that He's added a side his, bet. His first side bet was that he added 40 West Appleton pies for 40 gallons of East Appleton's apple cider or some shit like that. Then they upped the stakes again. Mm-hmm. You want to say what the stakes are now? Nah, it's, like it's too big. You go ahead and say it. It's too big. So whoever wins the mighty apple will get the naming right to the school for the that is school. being built. So, so this new middle school is being built and whoever wins, they will be able to call it East Appleton or West Appleton, even though we are building a school in the middle of town for everyone to go to from both sides. We're going to name it either East Appleton, which is far West than the old East Appleton or West Appleton, which is much further east than the <laughs> than the West Appleton currently. Stupid. Secondly, they are going to name this school when I would think building plans would already be in place with the name of the school already on there. But now nah, we're gonna stake it on this bowling game that nobody cared about. 
two weeks ago. <laughs> just ridiculous. <laughs> yes, oh. and they said these four kids that didn't mean shit to any of us. All of a sudden, it's on you guys to make sure we get the naming rights to the school and get these pies. And these kids had no interest in this. No one asked for this war. These kids didn't ask for this. Oh, oh, and they say, we got your uniforms. And he throws four t-shirts at them. Oh, yeah. They're bad, too. Everyone has sweet uniforms throughout the West Appleton school stuff. Hey, we got these t-shirts with these cats on them. Take them. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Oh, man, it was bad. It was bad, man, for these kids. Yeah, I mean, that that t-shirt toss did not really go over well with Alex. He, it just, like, leads to this whole other side conversation about, like, he doesn't want bowling to change and bowling's changing and he's down to like not understanding money again. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's rough, but practice ends and Todd now with all this new added pressure is like, I got to go check out the other team. Delia explains like, you know, there's not like offense and defense, right? <laughs> He's like, but I got to scout. I got I to gotta do research. <laughs> right. And he's like, well, I want to know if we can beat them. And the crew is like, why? That's so dumb. Like, we just have to do the best that we can do. And mm-hmm. Cause that's kind of how bowling works. That's how bowling works. You just go out there, you play your game, and you just hope the other team is not as good as you because you, like, you can't guard them. You can't stop them. Imagine, though, if you could, though. <laughs> Imagine if you like could go out there and run in the lane and try to like Block knock someone's ball out or yeah, <laughs> just yell at them. Distractions, um, distraction, distraction, distraction. <laughs> <laughs> but Alex sides with Todd and ditches his crew, and this like really pisses them off. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, bro, you're doing this again. <laughs> Right. So they ride their bikes to the other bowling alley in East Appleton. And just as a side note, they pass the construction of the new school. So it's like halfway yeah. between the schools. Yes. <laughs> um, Todd, when they get there, is freaked out because the entire bowling team is full of these like all-star athletes from other sports. Mm-hmm. And Alex recognizes the coach as some famous tour bowler. Yeah. And this guy just happens to be cousins with the mayor of East Appleton. So Todd's like, I have seen enough. Like, let's get out of here. And Alex stays behind and is like just peeping behind some plants in the bowling alley. And the other athletes come over and bust him. Busted. Yeah. Todd randomly comes back in and like starts saving him. I, like I'm putting saving. I'm gonna get this kid out of here. Yeah. I'm gonna get this kid out of here, guys. Can't believe he's spying on you guys. Right. And Alex is like, but I don't, I don't understand the game that we're playing because you told us to come here. Yeah, like you're the one that brought me here, and now you're yelling at me for spying. And 
I'm gonna get him out of here, guys. Sorry, like, guys. Sportsmanship, guy. Sportsmanship. <laughs> blah, blah blah. I was like, that was the dumbest move I've ever seen pulled. But I thought it was pretty athlete. clever. But Alex is just an idiot and didn't yeah, understand well, at least what he was trying to get him done. I guess I am taking like there's obviously something between these other athletes and Todd, probably because they've played against him in every other sport. But <laughs> it just seems so weird for them to be like, oh, okay, well, we're just going to let him walk away and let him deal with the punishment of this. <laughs> yeah, get him out of here, Todd. <laughs> right. Um, but be- after this, Alex and Todd decide that they need to do some extra practice for Todd. Mm-hmm. Because he needs to get on- better. Yeah. And they do some... They put on some big band swing music again, and I'm like, so for it. They're dancing, they're doing some swing dancing, just having fun in the bowling alley. Mm -hmm. Todd and Delia are like full on swing dancing together. Yeah, they're having a good, they're, oh shit, these kids are might be having fun together. What do you know? And I'm I'm liking that as a long-term match, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> so wait, in the new movie, so wait, is Delia there in the Delia spinoff movie? Uh, Delia, Delia strikes. Is she married to Todd? So I think what I'd like to see is Todd's coming off of like a divorce or okay. widowed, and he's now like available, and I want to see her and him getting together in the movie. Like that's going to be okay. a lot of what the movie's about. Is Todd a? A former professional athlete in the movie. Yes. Okay. And he's like he, had like he, a short football career running back. Perhaps he he's, got injured and settled back okay. down in West Appleton. Right. Okay. Delia's a doctor, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. And well, maybe she, that's how they get oh, back together because he's rehabbing yes. with her. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, this is going to be a great it. film. I can't wait for this 2022 Disney Channel original movie. Delia strikes back. <laughs> but um, so they're back at the bowling alley. They're doing all sorts of bowling tricks, like, you know, throwing it between your legs and they're having sliding fun. They're down having the fun. aisles. Like, it's called, it's called having fun. Having fun, but more importantly, bonding. Yep. So yep. Todd basically explains to Alex after they have this fun practice that if they made bowling like this, everyone would come and bowl. And Todd just kind of throws out there, like, what if you did, like, a fun bowling night once a week? And Ken Wait a minute. If we have, like, has a one-liner. If we have, like, a, if we have like a cosmic bowling night where people had fun, people might, might show up? Possibly. Huh. Ken has Was his consent. one line of the scene and just suggests that they do it soon while the town cares about bowling because of the mighty app. Great job, Ken. We'll see you later. <laughs> and they set it up. Then yep. we get we cut to Todd and Alex running through the halls, passing out these flyers, telling everybody, show up for the bowling night. Show up for the bowling night. And they're like, Todd, if you say show up for the bowling night, we'll be there. Pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. So they got to get ready for this. And Alex basically says, Todd, we have no money. How are we going to get the bowling alley ready for the bowling ball? which was the name courtesy of Delia. Delia, genius. And uh, Todd's like, nah, don't worry about it. He's going to use his like winning charm and connections from winning everything. 
he goes into this <laughs> little small town store, decoration store, and it's just like, well, we have no money. Will you hook us up? And the lady's yeah, just like, he says, yeah. He says, we have no money, but I'm Todd McLemore. And they're like, oh, you're right. Todd McLemore. My bad. Yeah, yep. no, whatever you want, man. Whatever you want. We'll get that for you. So they donate <laughs> the supplies and yep. they get all of, you know, they get it all decked up and it is cosmic bowling. Mm-hmm. Like they never mm-hmm. said, did they say cosmic bowling? But it is nope. cosmic bowling. But it is cosmic bowling. So we're having a whole side conversation with dad about money again. Like he just mm-hmm. does not understand business. And his dad's trying to explain to him, like, in order for your friends to continue enjoying bowling mm-hmm. and keep this as your special place, mm-hmm. we have to have people come in and spend money. Mm-hmm. And yes, that may make bowling different because bowling would now be cool. Not cool. It would make it different because there will be people here. That's it. <sighs> it's annoying. It's super annoying, but this is when dad starts to open up that he was best friends with the mayor back in his day and that they Mm -hmm. played for the mighty apple together and that he Mm -hmm. hopes that their kids can bring the apple back to West Appleton. Do you think that East Appleton has won the mighty apple every year since? No, I don't think so. Okay. You you think it's gone back and forth at least? I think it just matters more now because it's forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I imagine it would go back and forth, but for East Appleton to have the apple for that long just seems ridiculous. Like, True. why would you even try at that point? You wouldn't. It care. wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. No. You're like, oh, that thing that we've never had. Who cares? You can keep the stupid apple. But after this conversation about keeping it, you know, bowling special, but keeping the business open. Alex does like this complete 180 and then expresses to Todd that he's worried that no one will come to the bowling night, even though he was just expressing to his dad that he does not want people to come to bowling night. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't get it. He this needs re- to pick a side. Yeah. Makes no sense. But they invite all the people... Uh, the crowd seems to pretty much like Alex at this point. They keep calling him Bowling Alex, Kid. Alex leaves. Bowling Kid leaves. He comes in fashionably late. Does a spin twirl thing. Uh, Todd is like, man of the hour, Alex. And then now they're like on to being the fucking guys at this bowling thing. Right. So there's a couple of things that happen in this scene one alex for the first time is not wearing a bowling shirt and he is regular clothes he's wearing the same exact thing that todd's wearing but in a different color Yep, they coordinate it um they take off the big band music that has been i don't know my highlight of the movie and they put on some like super generic 2000 rock Mm-hmm. And the crowds just pour in, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. His friend Alex's friends are having a miserable time. 
<laughs> it's so different than what they normally know. Right. And Todd gives the welcome speech, introduces Alex. He's wearing shades in cosmic bowling. Mm-hmm. And the crew sees this and is just like, I do not like this new Alex. And they just. Yeah. Don't know this kid. Yeah. Don't know this kid at all. So they leave the bowling alley. So the regulars leave. Uh, Alex is having a great time with his new friends. Goes to take out the trash. Then finds out. The thought. The new kids. The thought and the linemen are like, can't wait till this is over. So that way we don't have to stop hanging out with that Alex kid. And you're like, oh, wait, there's no redeemable people in this movie, (laughs) but Delia. And in nowhere has Alex, even in our interactions with these kids, have given, he hasn't done anything to make these kids be like, oh, I hate hanging out with that kid. True, true. But he's also neglected his current friends. It's tough. It's a tough, it's a tough look for everybody. Right. Well, he goes back in and talks to his dad and basically... He's like, everything's different now. And then the dad explains to him, like, all of this can make things different, but it doesn't have to make you different. And yep. that's clearly something that he missed when he stopped wearing his bowling, bowling shirts shirt. and stopped hanging out <laughs> with his friends and was wearing shades and, you know, hanging out with the popular crowd unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Um. But the next day at practice, Alex is wearing another sweater. So he did he didn't learn his lesson about not being different and like yeah. staying who he is. True to himself. Yep. And Todd is starting to get better at bowling. And Alex is getting substantially worse. Um we do earlier we kind of learned Todd as much as he was trying, cannot get a spare on a 7-10 split. No. Like, he tried, tries, tries, but... I mean, it's tough. It's a tough It's a tough bowling thing. It really right. is. He, because you gotta hit the side of the pin and have it, like, kick into the other pin. It's a tough thing. He just kind of makes a comment like, well, I thrive on pressure, and when the moment comes, I'll be able to make that throw. I just go out and perform, because that's the kind of guy he is. Right. But... Other than that 7-10 split, he's starting to do really well, right? He's getting a lot Mm -hmm. better. And Alex is just all up in his head and just missing things that should be second nature to him and are no longer Mm -hmm. second nature, right? Um, So Alex, he kind of just throws a fit, right? He's upset Mm -hmm. that he's getting worse. He's upset that he has this stupid uniform. He's upset that these popular kids are just hanging out with him so that they could win the mighty apple and make him feel included. Right. Mm -hmm, He just mm -hmm. quits. He walks out out. and bails on his entire friends, his team, everything. Like this kid has no sportsmanship whatsoever. None whatsoever. Nope. Um, so a couple, I feel like a couple of days go by. It's not very clear but Alex has been missing from the team for a while. At least a long enough while to make people like, shit, he's never coming back. Yeah. But Todd 
tries to do something about this and he approaches Ken and um, Penny about his feelings and how the pressure to win and like if he loses the entire team, the sorry, the entire town will blame him. And once again, a lot of pressure you put on yourself. Right. Um, he tells Penny that like she could bowl the worst game of her life and her friends wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. But I think that's when they they start to communicate a little bit more, right? And she's like, but I want to win. Like, yes, I could bowl the worst game of my life, but like I want to win. I want this He's team to Surprise, bitch, I'm a competitor. I'm a right. competitor. I'm here to compete. <laughs> and then Ken explains, like, this is one of his few parts, right? Like, if mm-hmm. they win, then everyone's going to say that Todd won. But if they lose, then they're saying... The team lost. The team <laughs> the lost. The team lost. Yep. And No-win situation. Yeah, it's a no-win situation. And I think, yes, those were all of their opinions, but I don't think they're wrong. And I think expressing that out loud to everybody would be like, well we got to win, right? Like that's our only option. Mm-hmm. We all have to win and we all have to win together. So Penny is like, you got to go talk to Alex because someone's got to talk to Alex, right? Somebody does. Right. Right. And I don't know. They all just kind of like bond in that moment. And they're like, Oh shit, we're all part of the same team and we all have the same goal. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how we get there, we want to win. Todd goes to talk to Alex. Todd basically said that he never thought that he would like bowling and he really only cared about winning, which obviously we knew that from the beginning. And then Alex is like, well, we care about winning too. And it's just not in the same way. And they like come to a realization that they are different people (laughs) in that moment. But that they can be different people, but still going towards the same thing. Todd plays to win, and Alex plays to have fun. So they decide to have fun to win. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, Shocker. Todd, right? Todd pulls out this bowling shirt and gives it to Alex. It's got Tex on it. Obviously not Alex's name. Again, so now we're going back to he's becoming who he was before, but as a collective team. It's funny because because uh, <laughs> Robert Richard, uh, Golden Boy Todd, he says, "Alex, I found you." And he like opens up the box, and then like it's glowing, and it says text on it, and he's like, "You can have it if you want, bro. No, no strings attached. I just know that you'll come through and do the right thing." this what he does and then like sure enough fast forward to them getting to the bowling alley they're like is Alex coming I don't know then Delia's like I guess I'll have to bowl if I have to bowl and then Alex walks around the corner and says there's no need you guys here and then everyone cheers we're ready to go it's about to happen yeah I mean there is another random character that comes in. Alex's mom, who oh, was yeah. not necessary <laughs> at all. 
right? Mom and, and granddad are all will show up like, hey, we've been missing all movie. Here we are. <laughs> right? Super unnecessary. But one thing that does happen is we finally get the story about the mayor and Alex's dad. And it all comes down to Alex and the Alex's dad and the mayor messed up a double play in baseball. And because they think because of that game later on in the year, the town loses the mighty apple and they keep going back and forth that oh, Alex dad didn't catch the ball, but you know, it was a bad throw from the mayor but it all comes down to basically the dad, he regrets letting that, come the mighty apple, them. letting that loss come between their friendship. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lesson to be learned in there. It's just not really clear how it applies. But we're at game day. We've got cheerleaders, popcorn, unnecessary characters who have just been introduced. And we get everything rolling. It's just strike, strike, spares, spares. Like we go on forever. It's just like a montage of them bowling fantastically. But for Mm -hmm. every strike that West Appleton's getting, East Appleton is matching them. And East Appleton is in the lead. So Alex breaks it down for the team. If he gets three strikes, then all Todd needs is a spare to win the game. Uh, Penny's like, seriously, Alex, three strikes? Like, that's a lot. That's a high goal to be aiming for. But he's like, I got it. He starts to kind of like mess around. And I don't really, I guess he's getting back to who he was, right? So Mm -hmm. he asks them like, oh, should I throw it between my legs? And all of them are like, like, seriously, knock it the fuck off. Like, we really want to win this. But he gets his three strikes, right? One, two, three. So now it goes back over to East Appleton and they match his three strikes. Yeah. So, We're tied up again. Tied up again. And all we need is a spare from Todd. And that's it. That that's it. But like pressure's on, right? And but you oh, like know what Todd said? Todd said he thrives with pressure. He correct. loves pressure. That's what he lives for. He so, goes up there. He's ready to go. He bowls. He releases the ball. It goes down the lane. Uh, knocks down eight pins. Leaves to the seven and the ten. Uh, Foreshadowing earlier in the movie, he couldn't knock it down. Now's the time, though. He needs to hit this big shot in order for that mighty apple to come back right. to whatever Appleton they're in, East or West, I can't remember. And he needs <laughs> that to come back to them. Well, for whoever this guy was earlier on in the movie, being like, when the time comes, I'm a man. Give me that. the shot. He immediately comes to the team. He's like, I can't make this. We're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make this. My bad. Sorry. Didn't realize it would happen right now in the most important time of the game. Right. So Delia's like, we're not going to lose. I can make the shot. (sighs) What what is that? (sighs) Is that that Delia's music? 
deal, yeah, deal, yeah, deal, yeah. Deal. And then they're like, yeah. She's like, I can hit, I can make this shot. They're like, no, there's no way you can make this shot. She's like, no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Put me in, put me in. It's my time to shine. Then that's when that other black kid that hadn't said nothing, Ken was like, put Delia in. And then he's like, all right, I'm done for the movie, guys. Thanks. Delia's <laughs> like, yeah, let me go in there. Let me take care of this. So Delia, they make a sub. The mayor More is- More importantly, Todd makes the sub. Todd realizes being a team means you got to work with together. And he's like, let's make the change. Right. And then dad is like, what, son? We're taking you out? This seems like a terrible idea. Yep. Yes, I have not seen you bowl. And no, I didn't realize that these other kids are great. But and this you is need to be in there. parenting moment. Like, Take that last shot. And Todd, like, he kind of lays into his dad a little bit. He's like, you know, it doesn't have to be doesn't me. doesn't always got to be me. It doesn't <laughs> always have to be me, bro. Listen, teamwork makes the dream work. And I trust Delia because she says she got this. And I'm telling right. you, for a, without a shadow of a doubt, I have never picked this up in my life. And I'm not going to do it right now. Right. And just saying, Todd coming to the defense of Delia, that's another solid foundation on their relationship. Just yeah, saying. yeah. I believe in Delia. You should believe in Delia. Let's do this. And then she's like, all right, let's go. They tag her in. She goes up there. She walks up to the lane. Right. She checks the wind inside. Don't you remember her sitting on the aisle and she was just taking notes in a notepad? Yeah. She's literally just studying physics the whole time. Yeah. Yep. Genius. Working out the equation. Working out the equation. Figured out the exact amount of force needed and the velocity and the pressure needed to make this thing happen. So she spins it around. She puts the ball down on the ground. She puts one finger in the ball, spins it around. So it's spinning in place. And then pushes with very light force the ball down the lane. Five minutes later. Yeah. Crowd is the ball finally, Yep. It finally reaches the end of the lane. It spins and hits the seven pin, which causes the seven pin to spin in its own um, circular motion and then knock out the 10 pin. We just won the mighty apple. Let's go. <laughs> Crowds cheering. Um... Crowd goes wild. Crowd goes wild. Everybody's happy. So, but this is when we get another narration from Alex. Alex. He pauses and he's just basically like, I cared deeply on whether she made that spare. But it just like, it, it, ugh. (laughs) What am I trying to say here? He was the one that was supposed to be there for fun and not the competition. Yeah, no. But it mattered all of a sudden. Cared. It he was the most important thing. <laughs> and the mayor apologizes to Todd for putting on too much pressure. And yep. Todd kind of explains to his dad, like, I didn't know that sports could be fun, like bowling <laughs> I've only known the pressure, Dad. I didn't realize that we were supposed to be having a good time. <laughs> Right. And the thing that kind of like 
I feel like that would have meant more to me if he would have lost the game. Because I'm pretty sure the only fun he's still having is winning. Because I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure winning is fun to me. I love winning. It's a blast. So I'm still not 100% sure that he knows what it's like to have fun playing a sport because he just won, won like a major competition. So I still don't think he, he has learned his lesson at all. No. But um, he basically, the mayor yells to the crowd, I'm proud of all of you. The apple is ours. The school is ours. Which total <laughs> dick move, right? <laughs> I did shit. I didn't do shit, but it's mine. I want it all. And Todd's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, we won. Shouldn't we get to decide? And oh well, well, sure, son. What were you thinking? Right. And he explains that like nobody should lose their identity over something as fun as bowling, which is super Mm -hmm. odd because that's exactly what happened to our main character, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) It taught him so much. It taught him so much. Right. But the East Appleton mayor comes over and concedes, and West Appleton explains they're not naming the school. But Alex is like, whoa, whoa, we didn't say we weren't naming the school. He just said that we were just not naming it East Appleton or West Appleton. Or or West Appleton, right? So the East Appleton mayor is, like, super confused because this kid should have zero authority whatsoever. (laughs) And he's the one making all the calls right now. And Alex announces to the whole bowling alley that it's now going to be called Appleton Central. You know, because it's in the middle of the fucking town. Right. So it should have been the center, the central Appleton or some bullshit all along. <laughs> like, it's so fucking dumb that this even, that how can these 13 year old kids figure this out and not the people that are in charge of city planning? Right. But a bowling match decides it all. And everyone's super excited. They put on that big band swing music and the whole crowd is dancing and bowling and everybody's having a grand old time. And Alex wraps up the narration about, you know, some lesson about differences and settling it in the alley. I mean, that was just, it was super lame in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like the, the overall lesson, which is why I was saying in the beginning, I feel very torn. It was a fun movie, but the lessons in this movie just are confusing and lame. But that's yeah. that's it. That's the whole movie. Movie was kind of trash. Um, loved it as a kid, hated it. I didn't hate it. It was whatever as an adult. Um, like you said, the lessons were terrible. Who won the movie? Delia. Avi. She was the best part of the movie. Who and lost she the movie? Won the movie. Like she, she won. physically won. Yeah, she was. We're not here if it's not for her. Who uh, loses the movie? Alex. Okay, you have Alex as a loser in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I have us as an audience because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had to sit through this and then realize it was kind of trash. Even though as a kid it felt so good, but no, 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 no. Delia is the only redeeming quality in this film. Um, the dad is the second dairy winner. Biggest losers ourselves. Second biggest loser, I believe, is Alex. Third biggest loser is Todd's dad. Yeah, <laughs> Tim Reed was trash throughout the film. <clears throat> As we already know, we like to talk about who won in life. It's not even a question, Kaylee Kowalko. Yeah, 
unfortunately, biggest loser in life currently is Mimi Paley. But when we write that new movie, Delia Strikes Back, that's when she's going to really come on. I'm I just did a this, I, I'm super excited. I just did an Instagram uh, look again on Mimi Paley. She's at Mimi Paley um, on Instagram. She's currently engaged, so congrats on that. But she's engaged to a writer, to a TV writer. So I'm going to contact that dude. We're going to see about writing the movie. Delia Strikes Back, starring Mimi Paley. Let's go. I'm actually going to jump into his DMs right now. (laughs) I'm super excited. And suggest that they should, he should get to writing on that. Because I, I mean, why not? Why not? I don't know. I, I, I'm right? sorry, but I'm just still stuck on what a terrible character Alex is. Like, yes. super stuck. Like, he, there are lessons for him to be learned in this, but I don't think he learns any of them. No, he doesn't. So he's supposed to he learn doesn't. that, like, he can't. Like, he shouldn't change himself. And I don't know if he actually does learn that lesson or somebody just gives him a shirt which he puts on. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's just so frustrating. And I just don't... I don't want this kid around. <laughs> no. He is... It's pretty trash. It's, it's just a shock. It's just a shock that nothing is learned in this movie. Yeah. But overall, fun. It's fun. I like right. the movie, but no. I'm, I'm, really, <laughs> I'm stuck on these lessons. Because I feel like everybody learns something except for Alex. Like, even the mayor learns, like, oh, I shouldn't put so much pressure on my son. Like, he comes through in that final moment. But Alex just learns nothing. And Todd learns how to be a team player. Like, he learns the most, right? Because mm-hmm. at the start... He was like, I'm going to be double teamed and I don't care because it's going to be me who wins this game. And he learns that he, in order to succeed, sometimes he needs to not be that person. He learns a super valuable lesson. Alex is just a douche. Alex is a douche. Todd's a douche. Todd's dad's a bigger douche. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thoughts are trash. The lineman's trash. There's a lot of terrible characters in this film. I'm here for Delia. Yeah. I'm here for Delia. I hope we get that Delia movie from Disney. If not, at least get something on YouTube. That would be great. Lindsay, anything else you want to talk about wrapping this up? No, I'm just going to like go sit in the corner (laughs) and think about what Alex has done. (laughs) For me, that was pretty much it. Um, this has been a blast, like always. Rate us uh, five stars on iTunes. That'll really help us get write some reviews. We're also on Spotify Podcast. You can find us on Google Podcast. You can find me at, at KG Theory. I'm a terrible follow. I'm pretty boring. Um, I'm pretty boring. What about you, Lynn? Where can we find you on social media? At Lynn's Lauren. I am also a very boring follow. Yeah, but do it anyway. Uh, this has been a blast. Till next time. Bye. Bye.